Hi, we're Katie, Jessica, and Shannon, and this is Boy Problems Podcast, a community focused on supporting families navigating substance use disorder. We hope sharing our stories, introducing you to experts, and answering all the questions you have no one else to ask will help you better navigate your story. Through our partners' recoveries, we found each other and formed our own squad, one we know is so valuable to how we manage this disease in our relationships. So we started bringing a microphone to our hangouts to extend our conversations to others just like us. When you're here, you're not alone. If you're listening, you probably know we met at a family support group and our bonds have grown stronger through sharing our stories and supporting each other. When we think about the thing that's helped us most, it's that. So we'd like to extend that community to you. If you're feeling like no one understands what you're dealing with or you're looking for a community of like-minded individuals, consider joining us for our virtual support group. For details, visit recovering2.com. We know what you're going through, and we're here to help. We're recovering, too. Hello, everyone. Did you notice? Did you pick up on it? We said our fucking names. (laughs) Oh, my God. Today's episode is we're coming out. Here we are. We are excited. We are nervous. But we're telling you who we are, and we're showing all of ourselves. Well, just our names. You've seen all of ourselves. You're also going to see pictures <laughs> of us. Okay, yeah. This is... You're going to see our faces and our names. True. Yeah. Okay. But you know our deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, we're just putting a real <laughs> face and name to the stories that yeah. you've been hearing. So, just to introduce ourselves, my name is Katie, but I go as Elise on the previous episodes... Um, this is Alex, a.k.a. Jessica. And this is Shannon. My podcast name for the last 50-plus episodes has been Liz. Yikes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Ooh, how's everyone feel? Okay, so now last names and addresses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, and so, you know, we've had conversations, uh, we've been having conversations since um, the beginning of do we want to come out as who we are uh, to Jessica, you mm-hmm. listened to the anonymity podcast on your way here. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? What's changed? Well, I would say number one, if you have, if you're a newer listener, you should definitely go back Mm-hmm. And listen to our anonymity episode, which is number four, I believe. Right. Um, we sat down. That was like, I think maybe a month or two in. It was very early. Yeah. And we sat down with uh, Katie and I's counselor, um, Sue, who um, kind of helped us work through some of that. And it was just very interesting. I think we all talked about where we were in that moment. So for me... Um, my husband, who was Charlie on the podcast, and his his actual name is Casey. So, um, Casey, we no longer have to edit out names when right flub up <laughs> when we mess up. So, um, at the time, Casey had recently relapsed, I think, and um, I think Shannon's uh, partner was in a similar. We were kind of in a similar situation. It was in active addiction. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so we were in the thick of it. And it feels like a lifetime ago. I think 2020 feels like 10 years anyways. But then listening back to that, it just felt like so long ago. I don't know if you would have had the same thing. But um, it was just very interesting to hear myself kind of talk the way I did about the the situation, the active use, and kind of how I didn't want to put my name on it. Um, and and then kind of think about where I am today. And I just feel really differently about, well, life in general and, and this. So, yeah, it was just really interesting. I think it would be cool if we kind of all talk about where we are today with this and why we are... <laughs> To almost two years later, deciding that we can share our names. It seems so little, like it's such a small thing. Correct. You know? Um, it's huge. It mm-hmm. feels really huge. And you can tell when we were in that episode that we thought it was really big, a big deal to us. And so not even two years later to be sitting here as our full selves <laughs> comfortably. Well, not really. I keep yeah, judging. I don't know. Yeah. If I <laughs> Um, but you just fake it till you make it, I think. But yeah. yeah, so how did we get here? Because even six months ago, I think we were, we've had a meeting in January mm-hmm. and Shannon and I were both like, nope, it's still not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot has changed. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like what I remember from that anonymity episode and one of the reasons why we did that so early on is because from the very beginning, we were a little conflicted about you know, one of the goals we had in the podcast was we want to be open about our stories and share honestly and help in the stigma. And so we felt, though, that by hiding behind different names that we weren't really fulfilling what we set out to do. But then every time we would talk about it, there were just so many complexities of well, it involves other people and it, mm-hmm. you know, sharing your name opens up the doors to coworkers finding out or family. And and so that's why we brought in Sue also to help navigate it because yeah. it does sound very on the surface like easy. Oh, you're just sharing your names. But when you start digging in, yeah. it brings up all these other issues that you have to like really be ready to face I guess and at the time I wasn't and I still at the moment like kind of go back and forth between wanting to share for that greater good that we've talked about but then you know having the feelings of anxiety of like oh what does this mean and how does it impact the people around me so yeah and and just the I think it was natural to be anonymous because the recovery community is based on anonymity right yeah that was important yeah but um yeah I agree with you I think there's a larger purpose that we're trying to achieve and I can't do it as Alex anymore yeah and I can't do it as Elise although I love that name still so (laughs) (laughs) Liz will always have a special place isn't it your middle name Elizabeth. <laughs> but Liz on the podcast, you know, sharing as yeah. Liz, like, yeah. I really felt like it gave some freedom to be able to just, right, you know, speak more vulnerably yeah. and really right. share stuff. Whereas, you know, thinking back to those early times a couple years ago, Shannon might have been a little more yeah. reserved and worrying about, right. oh, if somebody hears this and they right. yeah. know it's Shannon and... Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think it will be interesting, though, because to see if we can still maintain that. Like, you know, yeah. luckily all of our spouses are in recovery currently. Hopeful that that continues, obviously. But I hope that, I mean, this is just a, a moment for personal growth for us. Mm-hmm. So, like, if something happens, I would be the first one to not say anything because Correct. that's just kind of how I am. Yes. But um, <laughs> um, I hope, though, that this encourages me just to be honest about my life and what's happening um, because, yeah, I agree with you. Alex said a lot of things that at the time Jessica wouldn't have. Yes. Yes. Sure. Another thing that's changed for me that is uh, going to be a challenge is that since we started this, no one in my close family knew about the podcast. So I was able to be Alex and say all my things without really having to deal with the uh, feedback I should say, from my Uh, family. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, my dad has been on the podcast and, you know, other people in my family have listened. And, you know, so to talk about these things in real time could be challenging for me, but I think that it's important to kind of push myself to do that. Right. So. Well, and and I think something for me that kind of keep pushing, because I I have – Typically always been on the, like, let's do this. Come mm-hmm. on, guys. We can do it. Um, I think just, like, the reviews that we've gotten and mm-hmm. the private emails that we've gotten yeah. from people, I just think that um, while our stories are shitty and we're vulnerable, like, we like we are not alone. Yeah. But yeah. we've all felt alone. We somehow found each other. We somehow continued to have a bond because there's other people that have come in and out of our, like, recovery lives. Mm-hmm. Um, this is true. And so, like, why have we stayed connected? Why have we formed this? Why did we actually move forward with a podcast? Like, there's something here. Yeah. I agree. It's cool. I'm excited to see what happens, you know. Yeah. But... Right. Yeah. So share this with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there anything? So for me, nothing really changed my mind. I was nervous. Why were you nervous? Uh, because, oh, I almost said Steve. Because my husband, Kimmon, he did a lot of really bad things. And he's a really great guy. Yeah. And so I didn't, um, I had not told my family yet that um, kind of all of the ins and outs of everything that he had done. And so I didn't want them to hear that. I had not shared with anybody at work really. And I had not shared with anybody. Um, I have an extremely large family in Ohio and they did not know. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going on five and a half years. They didn't know. So a few weeks ago, I sent about 60 people a Facebook message and I said, I've got three things to tell you, fam. One, Kimmins in recovery. <laughs> Two, um, I've had a secret podcast for a year and a half. Um, <laughs> and three uh, is something else that we'll be letting you guys know of very soon. So I let them know all of these things and got really positive feedback and a couple cousins who listen. Um, so thanks, cousins. And just excited. So now I've told everybody and I, you know, I've told um, somebody at work and they were excited about it. They even tried to tell me ways to promote it. So I'm excited. I give no shits. All the fucks are gone. How do you think you got to that point, though? Mm -hmm. And like even going back, because like you said, two years ago when we did the anonymity podcast, you were kind of, I think, ready at that point. Like, let's just be our real selves. Like. How did you get there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think 
I am not going to live on this earth long enough to give shits about my life experiences. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I've turned a corner. I've, I think I've shared about my weight loss, anorexia, that type of stuff. I have turned a corner with that. Like, if you see my roles, here we are. We're here to stay. And, like, the same thing with my husband and my family. Like, like there are certain people that are allowed in my life and who I, like, um, cult, uh, cultivate relationships with. And if you have a problem with my husband who is in recovery for a disease, then fuck off. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't care about your opinions. Like... I've decided to stay in the relationship. I decided to have two children with him. I've, you know, I've decided that um, I can do it on my own should things go south. Um, and I'm going to raise my children to be free. I want to be free. I don't, I'm tired. 34 years old and I'm tired of feeling like, like, like other people can dictate how I should feel. Yeah. And navigate the world. No. Yeah. Dang. Go, Katie. (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel like that. (laughs) I, like, feel parts of that. Like, the part where I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Like, you don't have to agree with my decisions or whatever. I think the where I struggle with coming out and sharing, like, so openly, like, who I am and sharing my boyfriend's name is that because we're on, like, two different paths a little bit. Like, he's still, like, we were talking about this yesterday, where he's, like, I have no problem having one-on-one conversations with people and being, like, yeah, this is what I did, or people that I choose to open up to. And um, he's, like, I'm not ashamed of being an addict and being in recovery. He was, like, but I also know that I did really shitty things and I don't necessarily like want to broadcast the worst times of my life Mm -hmm. out to the world and so I'm like oh I I can get that because yeah me sharing the terrible things that he's done doesn't necessarily like reflect bad on on me well I guess some people could you know obviously judge like why would you stay with that or how do you allow that to happen But I'm not the one actually doing those actions where it's like he did. Um, And so I think that's the conflict that I feel where I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want somebody sharing those bad things that I did either. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. A little rambly, but it's that's where the complexity comes in for me. Are you sharing his name at this point? I don't know if we've 100% gotten to the bottom of this. Um. Yeah, I think yesterday we determined where he was like, well, if anyone looks it up, they can figure out what my name is. His name is Jay. (laughs) Not very different from from Jake, which made it easy when I would almost start to slip. Um, And I think we both, like, we're on the same page where he's like, I just don't necessarily want it being blasted out on either of our own social medias where, like, people we know, like, are getting that information that I don't necessarily want them to have yet. He was like, the outside world, them knowing me as Jay or Jake, doesn't really make a difference in his mind. Um, And I feel that way as well. It's more when it gets closer to home that I start feeling the e. I think it's a process, though. Like, I think we all represent different 
points on this journey mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. Katie is ahead of us I tend to trail um about a mile behind Katie <laughs> <laughs> and then Shannon's like right behind me and, and I think that I just for me the biggest thing the biggest motivation has been people who have emailed us yeah. or let us know that our stories help them and that's why we sat down two years ago to do this. Right. And th- at the end of the day, that's the most important thing to me. Um, I think other things have changed for me personally. Um, you know, 2020 wrecked my mental health, you know, being <laughs> postpartum, but then the pandemic and having health anxiety like that was the worst combination. But it forced me to do a lot of work on myself and... <clears throat> get more honest because for a long time it was really easy to blame my anxiety on Casey's addiction Mm, and I was just like man I could if if this ended I wouldn't be a mess and then it did and I was a mess (laughs) (laughs) and I just kind of realized like okay a lot of this stuff is me and so I did started doing a lot of work on myself like with my anxiety but then also just that manifested into a lot of different areas but um, I, I think a big turning point for me was joining, there's this women's group that I'm in and, um, sharing with a small group of women, like the, my truth. So it wasn't even about this podcast or Casey's addiction, but about some, like a rape that happened for me, like a long time ago, um, that I had actually only shared with you two one time and that was a long time ago and I'd never really told anyone else Mm -hmm. and then I shared it in a group setting with people I had never met and I was just like oh wow I feel so much better and then that opened up like this avenue for me to like realize that maybe sharing some of this stuff is going to make me feel better and it has um so you know then slowly that evolved into me sending this podcast to my family and being more open with my friends. And I even kind of sneakily put, like, in my Instagram, like, this a uh, long time ago. <laughs> and some people had, like, randomly found it. Um, and so, I don't know. It just sort of slowly evolved for me. But the biggest thing was, like, I feel good helping other people. And number two, it makes me feel better. To just, like, be my whole self. Mm-hmm. There was also, I'll tell this really quick story. There was also this moment at work, going back to work in person after the pandemic. Um, I saw some people I hadn't seen in a long time. And there was this one person in particular that we went to lunch. And um, we were talking. It's weird, you know. You don't see someone for a full year. And 2020 was full of, like, big social yeah. events. Yeah. And... Um, you know, so I think I formed my own type of opinions about things and maybe my worldview switch like shifted a bit, but we go to lunch and this person, um, who I know his son is an alcoholic. He's told me that. And I've shared with him that Casey's in recovery, but not any of the details, but just, we know we share this common thing. Anyways, it was around the time that the George, um, Floyd, like the trial for Derek Kavanaugh was going on. And um, he basically, this is a long story short, said that drug addicts deserve to be treated, um, you know, they don't deserve to be treated equally as everyone else. Mm. And 
it was like the way he said it, which was very aggressive. Definitely not the way I just said it, but it was super aggressive and it was like very um mean hearted and and I was just like really taken aback by that and I was just it made me realize that from now on like whether it's about this topic or other things but I don't have to put like my energy into people who are not good people right and that view to me was just someone who was just not a good person who doesn't have compassion for others or can't understand a situation. And it honestly motivated me to, like, number one, start looking for a new job because this is just insane that someone... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were really offended and upset and hurt by that. Like, well, there was yeah. a bigger conversation. There was a lot more kind of yeah. sad. Yeah, there was a lot more, but that 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 point, one piece even was an, because he enough. knew he knew that about me, yeah. and um, and so it just like I we didn't talk for a long time. It started some weird stuff at work, but in in it just made me realize that I want to show up to work and be my full self, and mm-hmm. I used to want to go to work and escape. Mm-hmm. But yes. I don't think I can be part of myself anymore at work. And I don't I want to be in a place that knows I actually have this podcast on my resume right now and I'm just being myself. If you look it up, you look it up. If you binge listen to get the tea, then you're kind of weird and fine. If that makes you feel good and you have nothing else going on in your life, do it. I don't care. But it's really like I would rather just be my full self and be honest and feel comfortable and not have to, like, code switch for lack of a better Yeah, term. yeah right. That makes yeah, sense. Personality switch um, to fit in. And so that was a big moment for me where I was just like, fuck that. Like, right. this is someone who I've kind of told things to. And These are your friends. Yeah. So interesting, though. It's interesting it didn't almost have, like, the opposite effect on you because I think sometimes when we have told people yeah. and they react neg- negatively or they still say shitty things that has made us be like like go within more of like oh well now I'm not gonna share this with yeah. other people and I know we've both experienced that with friends in the past where yeah. we've shared things and then the way they've behaved or cut us out of our lives has made us more hesitant with sharing with other people yeah. but Probably thanks to, like, the growth that you were talking about and, like, the work that you've done on yourself, you had the opposite reaction this time. It wasn't like a, oh, I shouldn't have shared yeah. this information. It was I think different. the big thing was, like, the stigma came to mind. Like, this person has a certain image of drug addicts in his mind. And if we can show what recovery can look like mm-hmm. and be an example for, like, the growth that can happen through recovery for the person in recovery, like recovering from substance use and their family, we can normalize this a little bit more. And for me, that's what I want to do. Like I, if you, I, I am luckily very successful and we have, you know, I'm a normal person. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. like if, mm-hmm. if I, I'm not, a, I'm not homeless and yeah. I'm not, you know, um, Poor, which are things that people associate typically right. with this disease. Or uneducated or... Right. right. It's like yeah, I, there's a lot of negative right. connotations with so it. So I can be a face for 
an average person going through this, then maybe more people would would. I think that there were more people like us going through this um, than we could even imagine. I mean, and obviously there are more family members than there are people in recovery. Correct. So if mm-hmm. we all like were just more comfortable with it, it would be more normal. Right. Um. So that was the big motivation for me. Like, I think just the stigma component, like putting my face on it. So, <laughs> so okay. So knowing you for the past six, seven, six and a half, whatever, seven years, whatever. Like, I'm blown away by what she just said. Are you? I was about to say, um, Jessica just trumped. Any of the truths and things that Alex ever shared. You know, earlier at the beginning when you were like, Alex would share a lot more than Jessica. And I was like, blew that out of the water. But I'm very proud of you for it. Thanks. I mean, thank you. Like, like, I don't, like, you you said that you were raped and on a podcast. I mean, you and I have only talked about that one time that I can remember. And it was a good probably four years into knowing each other. I remember it was yeah. when we did our little, like, girls, girls trip. Correct. And it came up, and I was like, wait, what? So. I don't even remember why it came up. Um, and yeah. I've only talked about it one other time since then, and that was in our women's group. Yeah. Right. With with Katie, who was in there, because Sue, she's a client of Sue's as well, and, what, six other people that I had never met. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. So that's big. I mean, that's big. Um, and I think that you're probably going to help way more people. And I think that some conversations are probably going to come out of this Yeah. for yeah. you. Um, and I'm happy for you. Well, it would be interesting, too, to talk about another time. Like, what are some of the traumas we've been through that maybe made us feel certain types of ways that sure. led us on a path, you know, to yeah. accepting less than we deserve or – to being more inclined to codependency or, I mean, there has to be some type of connection yeah. with some of that. I think we could all give examples. I do think that is yeah. a good topic. Because we all have similar personalities. Yeah. So there's a reason that somehow we've got connected with people who mm-hmm. have this disease in their brain and it, whatever. Yeah. And we try to take care of them and we try to, you know, control them and, you know, fix all the problems behind. I mean, there is a reason the three of us. Yeah, it would be interesting. Maybe we bring someone back, like some an expert to come analyze it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I liked what you said about, you know, it's easy to blame everything that's going wrong or our anxieties on mm-hmm. the addiction, our partner's addiction, because a lot of times that is the big thing and that's the easy thing to point to. Um, but then when you realize, like, oh, things are going well and we still have some of these other issues and it makes you start, like, looking back at yourself, which I think we've talked about. That's one of the reasons we are grateful for this path is that it sort of forced us to start doing work on ourselves that otherwise yeah, yeah. maybe we would right. not have. Yeah, yeah. I, sure. I think in Sue's group, you know, she said a couple of times, like, I wish you women, um, you know, she's in her 60s, I think she said, um, sorry, Sue, um, <laughs> she's in her 60s, and she's like, I wish you guys could, like, come to be 60 and realize that, like, nobody really gives a fuck, and you just need to be confident in yourself, and that has stayed with me, because I do not want to be 60, Yeah. Um, I do not want to have a, I heard midlife crisis um, is now calling, like, a midlife awakening. I don't want an awakening when I'm 60. I'm 34. 
I'm woke. (laughs) Like, I don't want to have that. Like, I want to be happy in my life. I want to enjoy my husband. I want to enjoy my kids. I want to enjoy my time on this earth. Um, Again, I think my mom was killed when she was 49 years old. You know, I don't want I don't want to live, you know. Now I'm not skydiving and I'm not doing those crazy wild <laughs> things. I'm very responsible with my money. Like yeah. but I just, you know, I just think from my like goggles, like we just don't have that much time and like I wanna live happy. But these are tenants of recovery. Like you, what we're saying, these are all the pillars of the program. So I think this is just reflective of our of our what like, well, we've been saying, our growth and like mm-hmm. being grateful and being present and yeah. mindful right. and um, being honest and having like fellowship of people that support you. Right. These are all things that our loved ones have done to be healthy. So it makes sense that it's bled into us as well yeah. as we've worked the program. But I mean, yeah, I just hope like I think this I hope this episode is like one that if you are starting back where we were in episode four with anonymity, if you can listen to this and see, you can hear all of the things in between now and then. And it wasn't great. A lot of mm-hmm. there were lots of ups and downs. But, you know, there are good moments in, in this. And, and maybe in six weeks we'll be talking about something else. I hope not. But um, it's just mm-hmm. part of the journey, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just right. like, but we have the tools and we have the, the we have like every between, okay, so Casey has relapsed a lot. And the way I look at it is like, you know, there's a lot of work done between the relapses. You aren't the same person relapsing that no. you were a year ago, right? Correct. So I think that's similar for us too. If I have, I had a panic attack like three days ago. <laughs> I mean, my anxiety is something I manage all the time. Like my husband manages his recovery all the time. Yeah. We have setbacks. We have things that happen. But as long as we're improving our tools like and our skills, then yeah. we get through them with more ease and we get back on track and we know what right feels like and it's easier to find. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's the idea you're not just starting from square one no. with every no. like relapse or bad thing that yeah. happens like all the time in between is building and growing and then yeah. I feel like we have both seen in the examples of our spouses relapses like the growth that then comes out of that like yeah. it's like something else the next thing has clicked. Mm-hmm. I wish that all of the things could have clicked just at one time from the very beginning, but yeah. it didn't work that way. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So I think, I mean, although this is kind of a relatively short episode, I think we've covered well, a lot. Yeah. Let's talk about what, like, this means for the podcast now. Yes. So what changes are happening? Yeah. So you know our names. Yeah. The content's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Just with our names. Yeah. <laughs> um, we hope that it will let us be a little bit more present on social media and give us the opportunity to grow our online community, which is a bit of a teaser. We have another announcement coming um, in two weeks with our next episode that will be released. So, yeah. yeah July is a big month for us. It is. Which is appropriate because, if you remember, our very first meeting of like talking through a podcast 
was in July, two years ago. Look how far we've come. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. It really is mind-blowing. Okay. And there's one person listening, so thanks for being here for two years. (laughs) Oh, my my gosh. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Jessica. And thank you, Shannon, for coming out. thank you, Katie, for coming out as who you are. And I just hope this journey. No longer hiding. No longer hiding. Used to being your whole self. Yes. 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 Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, everyone. Um, thanks for tuning in to Boy Problems Podcast. If you want to show some love, do it on social or send us a message. We always love reading those. And keep coming back. Thanks for spending time with us. We hope this story has helped you better navigate yours. Don't forget to subscribe so we can meet you here next time. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love by rating or reviewing. Need more support? Join our online community by visiting us at boyproblemspod.com. Whatever you do, keep coming back. We're not licensed professionals. We're here to share our lived experience. So take what resonates and leave what doesn't.